Hello and welcome to another episode of the Natty's Guest Talk. This week on the Natty's Guest Talk, Andrew sat down with two members from the Grand River X-Men group, Ryan Ferguson and Tristan Singleton. They talked about hyperspace, store championships, and their upcoming GRX team tournament. And with us today, we have Ryan Ferguson. Hello, how's it going? Fantastic, buddy. And Tristan Singleton. Hey, everybody. From GRX. So, uh, let's get to know you guys a little bit. What? Let's start with Tristan. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, Tristan? Uh, so, I'm playing X-Wing, gosh, longer than I can remember at this point. <laughs> I won a couple of tournaments here and there. Um, started playing with my buddies, I guess it was about five years ago now, we had to look back. Um, and they kind of had kids and started falling off, so I decided I'd go find a store to play at. And uh, Tristan also calls those quitters. <laughs> they are quitters. They are quitters. <laughs> and so uh, I found a store, and luckily they were just starting up at X Wing League. So uh, there were about four of us at the start of that. Uh, and I kind of hung in there with that store, and over time, probably to my detriment, decided I, I, I'd, I'd take on some kind of organizational role. <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> Now uh, I'm the commissioner is our term for it, I guess, uh, the Grand River X-Wing at uh, Flint's in Kitchener-Waterloo. The other place a lot of people might know me from is uh, I do usually travel for a bit of, um, for X-Wing a fair bit. I've pretty much been all over the East Coast for X-Wing at this point, so yeah, I I get around. Oh, that's fantastic, buddy! It, you know, it's it's funny that they've it's nice that they've created a position for you, the commissioner. I think it was self appointed. <laughs> yeah, no, it's fair. It's fair. And uh, what about you, Ryan? Oh, geez, I started playing X Wing uh, actually in London, Ontario. This was prior to the existence of Ewok Squadron, and I uh, jumped into you know game nights at one of our local stores right as the Force Awakens corset came out. So Tristan had probably been playing for many moons longer than I have at that point. But uh, yeah, great community down there. But uh, you know, life uh, takes you in different and I directions, him. and it uh, thankfully. <laughs> Oh, you think that's what it was? Maybe it was. Maybe I wasn't even conscious of what was going on. Uh, but just one day found myself wandering into Flint's to check out the community there and uh, immediately met a lot of great guys, Tristan being one of them. And uh, the rest is history. I've uh, been playing there since winter 2016. One couple things. One at Toronto Regional. Um, had a couple cut uh, placements in Nationals and System Opens. Uh yeah, it's been it's been a good run. <laughs> awesome. I have a very like vivid imagery kind of mind, so I, I really kind of pictured that like Tristan uh, no, uh, has his X wing. He's just on the road there, and he walks by a store and like, no, come on in, come on in, buddy. It's okay. <laughs> we got, we'll you, keep you, you should, warm. You should give see you me with anybody that walks in yeah. the store, <laughs> Durham. I'm 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 there pitching it as <laughs> like a drug. I'm like, I'm like a drug dealer. Yeah. Have you heard of X-Wing? Our no, no, no. Lord you don't go the religious route. You get them hooked on, uh, you know, like it's like a drug dealer type thing. 
<laughs> so Tristan hands them the beer and says, "Hey, you know, why don't you come on over here for a little while?" And meanwhile, Ryan's in the forest, and Tristan's like grabbing the dirt from the ground. Mm, there's a there's a there's a possible X-wing player around here somewhere. <laughs> I, def- I definitely left some tracks, and Tristan picked right up on it. Oh, fantastic! <laughs> the hunter, Tristan. <laughs> and you know what? It's worked, man. He's uh, we've got a really great, a really great consistent scene out there of you know anywhere between twelve and sixteen guys uh, a night, and you know a lot of them have been around since I walked into the store. Like we've had consistent players for you know three plus years. It's it's really great. Oh, that's so fantastic! First of all, I mean, for people who don't actually know you guys. <laughs> Uh, one amazing jerseys that you guys have. Hey, thank you. You guys, you guys are looking spiffy. You might, you That's might as well be like Ryan coming right up there. in suits and everything. You look He's great. Our GRX Taylor uh, at, at large. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez, amazing. Two, you guys, and correct me if you guys have had different experiences, but it sounds like you've had about the same. I find that X-wing players, on a grand scheme, are just really, really in, an enjoyable community. Right, it's a different level of player. Uh, a polite, respectful. It, it, the bottom line is like you know, so many times you hear the you know, we're just here to have fun, or uh, you know, that's the most important thing, and it really feels like that's evident in uh, playing a uh, playing X-wing on a grand scheme. Now, you guys there at GRX uh, seem to almost take it to a whole nother level. The uh, if you haven't met the guys from GRX, I'll tell you right now, they're probably the most jovial. <laughs> And, and joyful people to be around and to play X-Wing with. So, like, absolute kudos to you guys and your team because you represent, I thank think, you. that uh, in large. Yeah, thank you very much. Like, that's, uh, yeah, a huge compliment. But certainly not just, it's not just us, right? Like, you hit on a, an important point in that it's the community that's built around the game. Like, anywhere you go around Ontario, you're finding top-notch people playing the game that not only are you happy to play the game with, but you're happy to... Uh, hang out with afterwards and go grab a drink or go grab some food or whatever like it's it's just that kind of community it's funny you bring uh bring up that go out for a drink i i think that's one of the reasons we are such a tight-knit group and why we keep going is uh every week after league number one thing we do is we go to the pub for a bite to eat and maybe a beer if you're down for that type of thing i think that's actually really helped bond us as a group oh, and made us a little bit more lighter heart because everybody gets to know each other a little better Oh, absolutely. For sure, for sure. And I think, I mean, our community out this way, we have a lot of board game cafes, so we do we already get like we get the food and the beers right there at the at the table kind of deal. Uh so Tristan gets exponentially better at X-Wing the more he drinks. It's like a drunken kind of It's fine. Uh, it's fine. Art. I I, I, Tristan, I think onto most your secret. people have figured it out oh, by now. No. I don't know what it is exactly, but <laughs> We're gonna have to cut you off before we even start serving you. <laughs> like I haven't, e- I, ha- I haven't even had anything to drink. Yeah, but you know, you look a little parched, and uh, some other people need to win some games around here. Okay, so. <laughs> well, you know, when your reputation precedes you, what are you gonna do? <laughs> Into every light, a little moraine must fall. But yeah, <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. So, um, let me talk a little bit about you know what have you guys been flying lately? Let's start with Ryan. What have you been flying? lately ryan oh man i uh i have a thing with league nights where i don't really usually like to fly the same thing more than once unless i'm practicing for an event or whatever so recently i've just been kind of jumping all over the board um been putting a a couple reps into droids because uh 
And with the store champ season ramping up, I'm feeling like for me, that's a strong option. But uh, I was playing some rebels for a bit, trying out a little bit of uh, a beef. But Imperials are always going to be my go-to. So, uh, you know, if I can find an excuse to put them back on the board uh, in the coming month or so, I'm definitely going to do that. So... I don't know if you've noticed the trend, but uh, a lot of the events, the systems open that have gone through, like Texas, uh, we had uh, the UK gigantic tournament. There has not been a large showing of uh, Separatists. However, they have still done very well to make it to top cut. Duncan Howard did just win the Texas system open running uh, the, that eight ship uh, droid list uh, with the two hyenas with plasma torpedoes, uh, three discords, and, and then there were some struts littered amongst that list. How are you handling the idea that the tactical relay options or some of the options in hyperspace, um, in snare, uh, etc., are not present? So I think it's just uh, I think it's really just a preference call. Um, you, you can say that again, Ryan. I was gonna say so the same the same week Ryan showed up with a droid swarm. Uh, I, I also showed up with an eight ship droid swarm without us really discussing it too much in advance, and they were completely different. <laughs> Who wore it best? Did like, you win oh, both your games? <laughs> Should I go home and change? Uh, okay. I did. Okay. I did win I, both my games. I had yeah. both my my games win on the first night, and then uh, this Tuesday was quite the opposite. So. It, it might be Ryan who wore it best. I'm still trying to figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> so, so how did you build out yours then, Ryan? Actually, I uh, decided that it was something that I was going to be interested in flying after seeing Duncan win that system open. Uh, I was watching a little bit of it and thought that uh, the two hyenas with the plasmas was really interesting because I don't think we'd ever seen... I know you saw the occasional 404, it's 404 with the APTs and stuff, but like hyenas with torps wasn't uh, wasn't a huge thing. And the fact that you could get eight bodies in there uh, with the three Discord missiles and those two torps, I thought that that was really intriguing. So uh, I decided, uh, you know, I'm just going to pick this up verbatim. And, you know, it, we didn't really know at that point if it was the optimal build. And I, don't, I, I still don't think we know if it's the optimal build, but uh, I figure I'll give it a try since he did well with it. And if I need to tweak, I can tweak. Fair enough. And what about your build there, Tristan? Uh, I went more along the lines of uh, Jesse Cho's build. He was on stream as well. So I caught him a little earlier in the, the Fort Worth uh, system open. Um, and so I had uh, one hyena with uh, the dank probe droid um, and landing struts and then seven... Trade Federation drones with landing struts, uh, three with Discord, two with concussion missiles, uh, one with an ion missile, and then one that didn't have any missiles. So just trying to get as, as much uh, mileage out of the Discord and the concussions as possible. It's mm -hmm. a really uh, it's a really interesting archetype too, because like you were hinting at, Andrew, and like we've been discussing, there really is so much customization available there. Like we have a third person uh, at our store who is also keen on a particular droid build. Um, Andrew Mellonby really likes uh, the tractor. The the scimitar yeah tractor like dooku tractor and i think he was tinkering with i3s um to kind of get the tractor and beat out the the low initiative meta and i think he uh he said it was working pretty decently for him so there's a lot of options within that one um archetype right yeah it's a very interesting hyperspace 
kind of scene right now because we don't have a lot of aces. I mean, people could be like to the high heavens uh, appeal for uh, uh, Fen Rao, but that's one. <laughs> we don't have a lot. There aren't a lot of aces in uh, the hyperspace format. And the generics uh, went down so much. So we are getting a lot of generic spam. You know, we see these 5T65 lists. We see the the 8 ofs. Uh, well, I mean the 8 fo- the Focho, the 8, the eight uh, uh, First Order TIE Fighters. We're seeing uh, we have the, the Separatist lists, obviously. We are seeing 6 Mining Guild TIEs and Fren Rao. 6 Academy <laughs> TIE Fighters and Darth Vader. It's uh, freaking great <laughs> it's a it's a crazy world we're living in you look at like six academy ties and see darth vader you're like hi oh, you did you count it all are you sure <laughs> i i and i played it, one game with it uh, and uh i i threw it away for the same reason i'm probably throwing droids away uh when when you blank out on three ships in the first uh, round of engagement it feels really bad and <laughs> i don't know if i have the emotional fortitude for it <laughs> it does. It does. How are you guys responding to the, uh, I mean, in preparation for hyperspace, like even if you haven't like got to list building, let's get some ideas out there. Like how are you guys responding to the idea that we are seeing a very strong Boba Fen list, we are seeing strong separatist builds, and we are seeing a lot of generic spam? Um, Tristan, I, wanted, I was just wondering your insight on it. Uh, I mean... It's like I drink more, duh, and then I win. <laughs> There's always that option. There's always that option. But if I want to be sporting about it, um, I, I'm looking at Boba and I'm trying to figure out how to crack that nut because he's got me stumped. I, I, I've I've never really liked him. We have a very good local Boba player. No kidding. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that one's for you, Cam. Um, and, you know, for me, it's always a struggle because cam knows what he's doing so it's not like i can get away with any cheesy little tricks or anything um hell yeah and shout out quickly to cam like for myself as well like absolutely incredible player beat me in top six for 64 worlds was and was feeling <laughs> ill as all hell to went to top 32 to put up like a huge a great fight the guy's an incredible player and he knows his stuff like kudos to you fly Boba Fett. You, you got, you, buddy, you did amazing. Absolutely. Sorry, continue, Tristan. Um, so, yeah, I'm not 100% sure what my prep is for that right now. Um, I know as far as the other swarms go, I've, I've been flying swarms pretty regularly for years. Um, I usually have a decent idea of what I'm doing just kind of based on experience. It's, it's like you with Kylo, right? You, you come up against somebody else with Kylo, and you probably have a good idea how to get around it. So... I, 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 yeah, I'm just. Thank you. I, I, it's it's not a great answer. It's more I'm just trying to bank on experience a little bit and see if that'll pay out in the long run. But that could be completely wrong. Fair enough. What about you, Ryan? Oh, I think like the the hyperspace meta right now is still so young that I don't think that we've seen half of what it has to offer. So like you have your big players right now. Uh, you've got your five X. You got your Boba Fan. Uh, you got your droids, and I guarantee you, halfway through this hyperspace season, there's going to be stuff popping up that is, you know, looks real obvious. Like, why didn't we think of this? Um, and so, so, to that point, I am not really necessarily looking at um, bringing a list that I think is a is a win all. Like, you know, I'm I, 
I want to bring something that I think has a decent shot at a lot of things, and that most importantly that I'm comfortable with. Um, because just knowing what options my list has, um, and this has kind of been my mentality since I've started playing, is uh, if I am f comfortable with all the options my list has, I can hopefully you know think on the fly and adapt and do whatever needs to be done uh, given the circumstances. This is this has always been our opposite design or play philosophy, Ryan. I just I I, I just <laughs> I love that it starts off as design flaw and then becomes play play philosophy. <laughs> Ryan Ryan wants to give himself all the options, and I just want to take away all the options from myself so that I don't make any mistakes. So I'll fly a bunch of generics. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Oftentimes, Ryan play, plays lots of you know aces are pretty common, or ships that give him decision points to help him get out of things. Uh, I, we we always come back to that. I think. Yeah, yeah. We are. You know, it's amazing we get along as well as we do, given we are effectively polar opposite players. <laughs> I mean, I said it before, but and I've told many, many people, but it was a blast playing in the Canadian System Open last year, where I would face one of you GRX guys, and this was like probably my first experience with like as many of you as there were, <laughs> and facing one GRX guy and being like, "Oh, you defeated me, but wait till you see the next guy," and being pre-warned about the next GRX player I'd be facing in the next round, and feeling like it was a progression that I was like playing this video game and facing these mini bosses until I faced the final boss. Ryan, you, you, you were the final boss. That was fun. Okay? That was a good I'm event. Looking at you. I, I was the final boss, but it turns out, it turns out his death uh, rain, death rain, that's the yeah, Punisher, death right? Rain. Death yeah. rain had uh, the invulnerability cheat turned on because uh, my, my Luke with uh, full mods couldn't kill him at one hole. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah, we'll no, have we... to have a rematch, Andrew, at some point. Absolutely. I totally I totally look forward to it. Yeah, that death rain, I don't know. It wasn't the first time. If you asked uh, Marcel Monzano, he was also in the same boat where just <laughs> death rain. For as much as death was in his name, he didn't want to see. He wouldn't have any part of death. Absolutely <laughs> not. He was a hero. <laughs> he was a hero. Oh, man. So great. So, well, I want to give you guys the platform now. The reason why you're here, beyond introducing your uh, fantastic self, are you suggesting there's an ulterior motive for there might two be an GRX ulterior motive. members to yes. show up on Natty's? It's crazy, right? I'm here to get Tristan's phone number. No, I'm just kidding. No. Oh, you got to take me out for a couple of dinners before you get that. I thought it was just drinks. I thought it was just beers. Do you no. eat? No, no, I, 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 I eat quite a bit. Haven't you seen me? <laughs> What happened to your seventh GRX member? That's what it's like. <laughs> We used to have 30 members, but uh, we're down to 20. <laughs> what happened to this, this took a dark turn. Tristan, Tristan's all about his hunting techniques. It's just like, this is, why are we in the forest? I thought you were supposed to be dropping me off home. No, no, no. I would like you to run off into the forest and I will find you. <laughs> I mean, I will try to find you. All right, no, but for for sure, guys. We I, for those uh, listeners who do not know, there is an incredible event coming up, uh, the GRX Team Event Tournament. I'm gonna call it that. I mean, might you guys might have a more official uh, term than that? But here's the floor. Tell us all about it. Let us know. Ah, uh, Tristan, do you want to take it? You want me? Yeah. To so it's the Grand River X Wing Team Tournament Part Two. 
or the second one if you want to be more fancy about it. This would be uh, probably, as far as I know, right now, I'm sure there might be changes in the future, the only team tournament in Ontario. <laughs> um, so this is our second year we've gone into it. Uh, we run with teams of four, and the goal of this tournament initially uh, was to try and bring together all the different squads from Southern Ontario into one big tournament where they could kind of duke it out um, in, in a bit more friendly an environment um, and, and see which uh, which league had the best squads uh, put forth. Um, but at the end of the day, the real big goal was to have some fun, which uh, I, I think we've achieved in, in last year. Um, but we're doing it again this year on June the 6th. Ryan, what do you got to say about it? <laughs> Yeah, so June the 6th, uh, it's going to be just a one-day event. Um, one of the goals when we were when we were thinking about this tournament to begin with was um, that we wanted to do a team event, and we wanted it to only be one day. Um, so it might be a little unlike other team events that you may have heard of. It's a little different from the X-Wing Team Championships or uh, the other formats that tend to do... Um, larger teams or uh, kind of the list drafting um, where you put up lists. We wanted to streamline it a little bit. From our research, it seemed like those were usually two-day events and they usually ran a little bit longer. Uh, we wanted something that was a little more streamlined that was a little bit lower barrier to entry. So the format of it is it's going to be four rounds, um, regardless of how many teams there are. It'll be four rounds and there's no list drafting. So it's kind of like a modified Swiss event. Uh, in that uh, for each round, your team uh, will face off against another squad uh, and you'll earn between zero and four points depending on how many matches your team wins. Now, after that round, um, we kind of do a pseudo-e Swiss pairing of the teams. So, uh, you know, teams with higher points will play teams with higher points. and teams with lower points will play teams with lower points. But the other neat thing that we do to avoid the list drafting, but to still give you, you know, competitive games, um, is we seed each of the teams. So within your team, if you are the best performing player, if you won your first game 200-0, awesome. You're going to be the number one seed for your team. And when you get paired up against another team, you are going to be facing their number one seed. So. It allows you to have, you know, a skill discrepancy within your team and still hopefully have everyone get some really good quality competitive matches. So on that note about the competitive nature, one of the things we didn't want to do was have someone show up with quad phantoms. So uh, we make sure that everybody gets prizes at the event. I I wanted to highlight that. Uh, Just for entry, you get pretty much all of the major prizes we have. You know, last year we had a couple of I, I would almost call them joke trophies. Would you call them a little bit jokey, right? They, they, I, you know what? They, were, they, they were made, I don't think they were necessarily jokey, but they were, they were a lot of fun, and no one knew that they were coming. Yeah. Um. So you know, it was just a. Oh, I didn't realize that this was something I could win, and here I am winning it. So it's can, fun. In that can can we get a little bit of a description about these trophies? Well, well uh, we we at the GRX strongly believe in, uh, you know, trying to save our planet. Uh, so one would say they may have been recycled trophies uh, put to a second use uh, <laughs> uh, and, and lovingly uh, touched up by, uh, by, by, it was Reed, wasn't it? It was. Yes. 
<laughs> they were, you know, secondhand acquired um, X-Wing, or not X-Wing, uh, Star Wars. Uh, secondhand acquired X-Wing trophies. <laughs> no, no, second. Yeah, you know, you, you uh, go to a dollar store or a thrift shop near Duncan, I'm sure you can find a bunch. You hit up that yeah, pawn exactly. shop, you'll find those, uh, yeah, those exactly. X-Wing tournament trophies all over the place. No, they were... They were like old um, Star Wars toys from, you know, the 90s or early 2000s that ended up in in thrift shops or whatever. And we got some trophies, ripped the tops off them, painted these uh, ships and and put them on top of the trophies for like, you know, best performing player in each faction. We did have some jokey ones like team to come from the furthest away, for example. And so we're we're going to do things maybe not exactly we might mix it up a little bit and we've got some so we've got some ideas uh, brewing there as well as you know to keep going along with that surprise factor another couple things that are in the works for you know unexpected not necessarily side events but like uh, other ways that you can have fun at the event awesome that's incredible guys and for people to if they wanted to get more information beyond just hearing it right now how would they look at to find this right so um probably the best way to do it is just uh, search for grand river x-wing team tournament on facebook it's a public event you pop right up it's a pretty unique combination of words so i don't think we'll have much competition there. oh so many of those <laughs> that's right <laughs> uh so yeah you can hop on there um the whole outline for the format and uh, location is there. Um, we Last year we held it at uh, Warford Loria University. We had um, a connection there that got us the space for uh, a very reasonable price. Uh, the unfortunate or, or fortunate thing, depending on how you want to look at it, is uh, we were sold out. Uh, we had more interest than we had space available. So we ended up having to turn some people down, uh, which which really sucked. We wanted to be able to accommodate as many people as we possibly could. Um, so we've managed to secure a slightly bigger venue for this year. Um, we're going to hold it at the Galt Curling Club in Cambridge. And this is great for a couple reasons. Uh, one, uh, we can we can accommodate 20 teams, no problem. Last year, we could only accommodate 12. So our cap's been raised from 48 to 80 players, which is, uh, which is pretty good. Uh, and the second thing that's going to turn pretty uh, good that's amazing yeah it's going to turn tristan into a monster is we're going to have bar service throughout the whole event so it'll be uh it'll be great it'll be a lot of fun all right so top seed tristan here uh, we go that's I'm right actually competing this year so yeah there may there may be some trouble at brewing i don't know we're gonna find out <laughs> Last year, uh, we got a, a really good uh, spread of Ontario teams. We had, you know, as as far west as uh, I think the Windsor guys came up, 519. We had uh, Blackfly from Muskoka come down. They were a riot. They were so much fun. Right out to Salt Squadron, Niagara, and uh, kind of everywhere in between. So we're hoping... You know, maybe we can reach a little farther north. Maybe we can, uh, maybe we can get some of the Bytown guys down. Uh, you know, maybe some uh, the Peterborough and surrounding area guys come down. That would be really awesome. Well, and, I can uh, tell you right now, there's already interest a brewing just for uh, the fa- sheer fact of it. Wonderful, yeah. And uh, you know what? Maybe if we're super lucky, Buffalo, uh, maybe some Detroit guys. We'll see. I've heard there's interest, so. Uh, if you are interested, uh, tickets are, are are moving, so uh, hop onto that Facebook page. There's a link to uh, to secure your ticket. And, uh, come out and have some fun. It's going to be a great time. 
And to give people an understanding, because uh, you mentioned that you guys sold out last uh, last year, how much ahead of time would you guys suggest? Because you know everybody sits back, right? Mm-hmm. And they're always just like, oh, you know, I'll, I'll get a ticket soon. I'll get a ticket soon. But we don't want to miss out on incredible events like this. How much earlier should people be looking it, to be actually, you know, not procrastinating too much to make sure they're getting a spot? It, Andrew's asking how long can he wait till till he buys a ticket. <laughs> <laughs> I just well Tristan Tristan's already buying my ticket so it's fine. <laughs> uh yeah so the the thing is um last year we well, we had fewer tickets so they sold out very quickly um this year we're already approaching uh halfway sold out and it's only been announced for a week and it is four months out so if this is something that you're interested in definitely try to hop on and get it sooner rather than later if they do sell out early there is the possibility of getting additional space within the building we just have to know early enough they're gonna let us play on the ice (laughs) (laughs) that's right uh yeah bring your bring your curling shoes bring your grippers and uh you know it'll be totally safe (laughs) totally fine uh but yeah i'd recommend jumping on you know as soon as you can um or as soon as you feel comfortable with the you know the three people that you've uh got commitments from it helps us out because then we're able to uh you know secure better prices if there's more people showing up and if necessary um look into the additional space that's fantastic guys absolutely incredible i'm picturing like part of me is actually picturing like an x-wing table set up on the ice and like a couple of canadian guys you know done up in a couple of coats kind of deal just for the sheer fact of it being like a canadian event as well to really to be like send it out to the rest of the world like is that real did they really do it just like have a real match set up and everything you and, could stream it too it'd be funny and forget about forget about uh loop and chewy or final salvo our tiebreaker is going to be a draw to the button <laughs> i gotta say i'm i'm super excited i keep you know I, I i live actually pretty close to the curling club and every time i drive by i just get a little more excited and i go oh, oh there it is we're gonna be playing an x-wing in there we're gonna have you know, hopefully a boat, just a boatload of people. It's going to be great. So I'm, I'm really excited. I, I think last year that was probably the most fun tournament I went to. And I mean, I didn't even play, but it was great. The one thing we did last year was uh, a- afterwards, we all went out for a huge dinner. And, and I think every participant from the tournament came out to uh, Morty's for some kind of food. And then uh, a few of us straggled over to the pinball arcade afterwards. But it it was it was a really nice community feeling um, just to have ev- everybody together and everybody just very... I, I don't know. We don't get that a lot. There's usually some people who want to you know have a rough day but everybody seemed to walk away smiling which was nice yeah i seem to remember i think it was like i think it was the black fly guys that had to take off because they had a bit of a a bit of a drive but it wasn't because they didn't (laughs) want to stay it was just because they had so far to go uh but yeah we're gonna we're gonna do that again this year as well we're gonna uh organize uh get a space at a, a place probably just down the street there's no shortage of options right around the venue so uh we'll make sure that uh, we can accommodate everyone who wants to go and go and you know, sit with people that you played and people that you didn't get a chance to catch up with and uh, enjoy each other's uh, One of the other things, too, is um, if you are looking at it and wondering, you know, if, if it's for you or not, shoot a message to me and Ryan, me or Ryan on Facebook, and we can probably, you know, fill you in on some extra details. Or if you're wondering about a hotel option nearby, we can probably direct you the right way there. We'll, we're, we'll probably put some of that information up a little bit closer to the date. But, yeah, those questions can't be answered, no problem. 
That's fantastic, guys. Thank you so much. So, thank you so much for all that information. I personally, I'm wanting to go, trying to go. So I'm going to be taking a look at my work schedule, and uh, if I can make it, I want to be there uh, because. One, I, I, I think this kind of event is fantastic, and I want to see more Canadian events and as well as more local events uh, just really s- succeed. Uh, so, like, kudos to you guys put, uh, putting it on. Um, do you, you want to give us any highlights, anything uh, fun, crazy that, that happened last year that, uh, you know, just uh, just a little snippet of some of the, the antics? Well, I'll say that, uh, I'll say that uh, one of the PTL teams... Uh, took home the the trophy it was the knights of fung it was uh christian alan uh evan cameron they they pulled former canadian national Uh, champion alan fung out of his hermetically sealed uh cocoon just to play in one last 2.0 tournament (laughs) and uh to to no one's surprise he still kicked butt so uh (laughs) that was that was really great um some of the highlights i i distinctly remember in the last round this was pretty early on in the second edition meta and i think we were sitting you know solidly around a four or five ship um three four five ship meta and i remember i think it was harry and piero Piero were faced faced up in the final round that 10 times fast yeah exactly and they just happened to be the only two people at the event who brought two shipless i think that piero brought it was boba i think it was was it boba gurry i couldn't remember if it was boba gurry or fen gurry might have been fen gurry never mind i could be wrong but it was one gurry was involved (laughs) yeah i distinctly remember gurry and uh you know what i'm struggling to remember what perry's list was but it was another two ship list it it might have been close to a mirror no I don't think it was. I don't think it was Scott, but that was like. You mean Perry? Was, there was a time before Perry flew Roger Rogers. <laughs> it, yeah, yeah. I think was that. Uh, that was before it was, those factions were released, right? It was, was after. It after? Um, we oh, we was just after, had a very right. low turnout. Nobody had really figured it out yet at that point. Yeah. But. Yeah, people were still sleeping on the Roger Rogers. Oh, jeez, Perry just like came to his own. <laughs> yeah, so that that was that was really fun to see, like just the only two two ship lists at the event, and of course we were hovered around watching this like ballet on the X wing board. It was uh, it was pretty good, and yeah, you know what? One of the other great things too is um, with the trophies that we we gave out for top performing. Um, players for each faction is yeah you know what uh, the winning team did win some of those trophies but we also had some people from some teams that maybe weren't in contention to win still take home some trophies like I remember uh, Brian Barter from the Ewok Squadron took home top performing Rebel by a considerable margin <laughs> and he 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 had a fantastic day you know he was you know their team was I think fifth or fourth or something like that um but because he played so well you know what he still got recognition for that so yeah you know it was, it was just a great time all around and there's a if you go on to the if you go onto the facebook page um and you go to the discussion group i or the discussion tab i posted a picture of the winners from last year and i posted a, a group shot and i think that group shot is like super indicative of the event as a whole everyone is genuinely smiling and happy and looks like they're having a great time so i think it's only going to be even better this year fantastic guys man i really appreciate you guys you like i told you before you embody what the x-wing community is all about uh, i'm 
I can't wait for this event. Uh, anyone out there who can make it out to this thing, uh, get on out there. Uh, the last year sounds incredible. Uh, there are going to be so many uh, amazing people out there. It sounds like it's just going to be all about uh, having a great time and playing some X-Wings. So uh, if you're listening, get out there if you, if you can, for sure. Yeah, we'd absolutely love to have anyone and everyone. We want everyone. Everyone should show up. That's a, 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 anyone in a 500-mile uh, radius. We should we should invite and just have them show up. It should be a mandatory thing, or you got to turn in your X-wing card. Yeah, I think that was uh, Tristan's uh, personal offer to Uber you if uh, you so no, desire. No, no, no. There you go. <laughs> anyone within a 500-mile radius, uh, Tristan will officially come and pick you up now. Don't worry if the van says candy and it says free. Don't worry. It's okay. Just get in and Tristan will bring you straight to the event. I'm getting accused of a lot of strange things tonight. <laughs> this isn't strange. It's fine. Cannibalism, hunting, and you're just offering candy and free rides. Okay, that's fine. No, no one this happy uh, can be can be trusted, right? <laughs> I've just reached inner oh, peace. That's all. Inner peace. Woosa. That's, he's just, he's woke. Okay. He's just so woke, Ryan. You don't even know. <laughs> well, guys, thank you so much. I really appreciate you guys coming on and uh, spending some time with us and talking about your incredible event. Yeah. I hope you had a good time. Definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks so much for having it's us. It's always great to get to talk absolutely. to you. Absolutely. <laughs> well, everybody, thank you so much for joining us once again. If you would like to get a hold of us, please feel free to reach out over Instagram or Facebook. We are also on Discord, and we'll leave a link in the description. And we can be reached by email at nattiespodcast at gmail.com. My name is Jared Grunewagen, and until next time, keep your ship on the mat. We're rooting for you. And as always, just roll natties. was on that day Tristan's heart grew two full sizes. <laughs> <laughs>